Let's chat about how to get what you need for your home when you don't have a lot of cash or credit. You can do that at Aaron's. Rent to own appliances, furniture, and tech from top brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. But say you don't need it anymore, no problem. At Aaron's, you can return your product at any time or even upgrade it for something new. Life's always changing. With Aaron's, your stuff can change right along with it. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. See your local store for details. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Volume. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code HOOPS. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, with code HOOPS. That's H-O-O-P-S. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 888- 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. All right, welcome to Hoops Tonight here at The Volume. Happy Sunday, everybody. I hope all of you guys are having a great football Sunday so far. But Drew Holiday, in the latest move in the arms race in the Eastern Conference, is headed to the Boston Celtics. So I want to do a quick 10-15 minute breakdown of that to get you guys ready for this season. You guys know the drill before we get started. Subscribe to The Volume's YouTube channel so you don't miss any more of our videos. Follow me on Twitter, underscore JasonLT. Don't forget about our podcast feed under Hoops Tonight. And keep dropping those mailbag questions in the YouTube comments so I can hit them next week during our season previews. All right, let's talk some basketball. So basic breakdown of the trade. 
Uh, the Celtics get Drew Holiday. The Blazers get Robert Williams, the backup center from the Celtics, sometimes starting center. And Malcolm Brogdon, the guard who was a little annoyed that his name was thrown around in trade conversations this summer, even though he did not get traded. And then the Blazers get two more first-round picks as well. Now, we're going to go into further detail, much, much further detail on everything involving the Celtics in the season when we do their season preview, which is coming up this week. But today, I want to briefly hit what Drew Holiday will bring to the Celtics, what it means for the Bucks celtics matchup and how they stack up with the Nuggets, and then what it means for the Blazers. So we'll just hit three quick things. We'll just go for about 10, 15 minutes this morning. So, what will Drew bring to the Celtics? I look at it in three parts. What he can do on the ball, what he can do off the ball, and what he can do on the defensive end of the floor. Let's start on the ball. So last year, Drew averaged 19 points, 5 rebounds, and 7 assists per game on 59% true shooting. He was one of the best pick-and-roll ball handlers in the entire NBA last year. He didn't qualify for our high-volume list because, remember, that was a minimum of 1,000, but he ran 986. So for all intents and purposes, he was a high-volume pick-and-roll guy last year. 1.11 points per possession, which is outstanding. Uh, if I drop the qualifier to 750 instead of 1,000, we get 34 players who ran at least 750 pick-and-rolls. Andrew was fourth on that list out of 34 players behind only Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, and Steph Curry. Now, what I noticed on tape this year when I was watching Drew, really, really nice chemistry with Brooke Lopez in particular on pick and pops and then little short rolls. He was really active as a passer in pick and roll, which is what they needed him to be, right? Uh, and he also shot really well on pull-up threes, 36% on 4.3 pull-up three-point shots per game. Uh, he had a 52% effective field goal percentage on pull-up jump shots overall. So you get the idea. If he gets comes off that ball screen, has tons of space, he's rising and firing, particularly from three, which helps him with his efficiency. And then he has really good uh, – because he's a bigger, stronger guard, he's really good at leveraging himself physically to create angles for pocket passes and behind-the-back passes and passes to the popping Lopez at the top of the key, things along those lines. Just a good combination of passing and shot-making. Now, I expect him to run some pick and pop with Porzingis because that's kind of a natural kind of uh, transition, right? But one of the things I'd look for a lot this year is Drew and Jason Tatum running pick and roll together. Tatum is uh, one of the like underrated, really good short roll players in the league because he's actually a really gifted passer. And they don't do it that often. I'd like to see them do it more, but it's a great way to manufacture dribble penetration. Remember, this is a drive and kick team. They beat you with aggregate ball handling and shooting in a lot of cases, especially in the meat and potatoes of the season, right, before we get to things when they slow down. So, like, one of the great ways to manufacture dribble penetration is instead of having a dude dribble 17 times and try to beat somebody, go set a ball screen and slip it and have Drew Holiday hit you on the bounce or on a lob over the top so that you can navigate a four-on-three and maybe make a play, right, because those switches are so difficult to navigate. So look for a lot of Drew pick and roll to try to get them started offensively. Um, and then he's also one of the uh, better options in the league in switching schemes because he can attack matchups. He was one of the best post-up guards in the NBA last year. Drew Holiday averaged 1.14 points per possession in post-ups, including passes. 95 possessions, too. So that's more than once per game. Now, we heard a lot about this when uh, Brad Stevens was talking about it after the season when they went after Kristaps Porzingis. But one of the biggest concerns for Boston is, you know, their top-tier ball handlers, Tatum and Brown, are still developing, right? And so sometimes they can struggle and slow down half-court environments. And so one of the things that opponents will do is just start switching. 
because when you switch, it stagnates them and dares their primary ball handlers to make plays off the bounce, right? And so they vastly improved their versatility in switching schemes uh, offensively this year by adding Porzingis, a bona fide post-up threat, Andrew Holiday, a guard who can punish smaller guards as well. So they just have more ways to attack switching schemes as currently constructed than they did last year. Uh, Drew also shot 68% in the restricted area last year, which is like off the charts good for a guard. And he's properly slotted. You got to remember in the Bucks offense, they needed him to shoot a lot. And that's not to say that he can't for the Celtics, but I think he's going to get to be like, call it 20% more selective in how often he's going to be aggressive. And I think that's going to bump his efficiency even further. I'd, I'd expect him to be down around like 16, 17 points per game, but over 60% true shooting. That's what I see from Drew Holiday this year. Off ball, deadly on catch and shoot jumpers, 67% effective field goal percentage, 71% when he was unguarded. 1.15 points per possession in spot-up situations, so that's including his ability to attack closeouts. That's in the 60th percentile, so considerably above average. He's also a good cutter. He spent a decent amount of time in the dunker spot, specifically when uh, Giannis would be working from the top of the key in his, uh, you know, just kind of like barrel down the lane isos. A lot of times, like, Drew Holiday would just kind of naturally end up in the dunker spot and he can navigate as a cutter down there. He also will flash high a lot and try to get you know uh, release valve possessions when when the uh, uh, teams are loading up and pick and roll on Chris Middleton or something along those lines, right? Um, you'll occasionally even see a duck in from Drew Holiday, something that he can do. So he, he's a really really versatile off ball player as well. I think I think overall on offense he's a perfect and natural fit next to Tatum and Brown. He already knows how to run pick and pop from Brooke Lopez. That'll be a natural fit with Kristaps Porzingis. Couple things. One, what did we say about Boston and ball handling? So if you remember after they lost to the Heat, or excuse me, after they lost to the Warriors in 2022, you know, Colin Coward and I had this long conversation after that series. Like, what does Boston need? Do they need a guard? Like, maybe they need to improve their aggregate ball handling, remember? And so they went out and got Malcolm Brogdon. And now all of a sudden it's like, because the idea was like Tatum and Brown are not quite ready to be like offensive initiators at the highest level. That was kind of the 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 takeaway coming from the 2022 series, right? So Derek White's already there, but then you bring in Malcolm Brogdon. You vastly increase the aggregate ball handling on the roster, right? But then we find out uh, they run into the Miami Heat in the conference finals and a couple of situations against the Sixers as well when that series dragged on. And it's like, oh, wait, like the ball is still ending up in Tatum and Brown's hands. And they're still struggling because like when it push comes to shove, it's like, okay, is Tatum as good as a half court shot creator as the best guys in the league? Maybe not, but he's better than Malcolm Brogdon and he's better than Derek White. So like aggregate ball handling is great and all, but like you're not going to pitch the ball to Derek White and just have him run all your offense down the end of the game. Like he's just going to get beat by better players, right? Like if I... If I have a a five-minute stretch in a pivotal playoff game and it's Derek White trying to create shots versus Steph Curry, like, it's not going to go well for you. Steph's just better than Derek White, right? So, like, that was the big lesson that I learned from the Celtics last year and something that I feel pretty passionately about. Like, really, it comes down to Tatum. It comes down to Tatum. Drew's going to help. We're going to talk about him on the defensive end of the floor. And he's a huge defensive upgrade. That's what I look at this as, as a defensive upgrade for the Boston Celtics. But when push comes to shove, 
Jason Tatum's going to have to out-execute some of his peers. That's the reality. That's what I said after the season. I feel very strongly about that. Like The ultimate ceiling of the Celtics comes down to Jason Tatum's development. Like You can have aggregate ball handling, and that will certainly help you in the big picture, but your top-end ball handling is what matters the most in these slow-down, half-court environments. And we just have one of the best top-end ball handlers in the league, and Nikola Jokic just utterly obliterate everyone in the league. And these days, it's like you're going to have to beat a Jokic. You're going to have to beat a Luka. You know? You're going to date now in the Eastern Conference, because like, that was the thing, is in the Eastern Conference, it was like, why does Jimmy Butler keep beating all these guys? And it's because none of them are half-court surgeons. Giannis, one of the very best players in the league, not a half-court surgeon. Jason Tatum, one of the best half-court players in the league, not a half-court surgeon. Joel Embiid, one of the best players in the league, not a half-court surgeon. And so they get into these slow-down environments, and Jimmy Butler's just better than them at that. And, and so that's the thing is like now you bring Damian Lillard into the equation and now there's two guys in the Eastern Conference that you have to navigate through that are half-court surgeons in Jimmy Butler and in Damian Lillard. And so like that's the thing. Like I love the Drew trade and we're going we're gonna to get a little bit further into it. But make no mistake, like Boston's not winning a title unless Jason Tatum goes up a level as a half-court shot creator. And I believe he will. The question is, is it this year or is it next year or is it the following year? Is it going to happen while this roster is so incredibly talented and put together? Or is it going to happen down the line when payroll concerns arise and they lose some talent? You know, that's going to be the ultimate kind of balancing act here. But I I do like the idea of going all in on this particular roster. Because at the end of the day, like if you get, if you, if Tatum breaks through, this team's winning it. They just have too much talent. This was already the most talented roster in the league before we brought Drew Holiday, before we brought Kristaps Porzingis into the mix. So, like, Tatum just just has to make the leap. And if he does, I really do think this team is going to end up holding the Larry O'Brien trophy. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoops takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? 
Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Now let's move on to the defensive end of the floor. Um, Drew is... One of the most versatile pick-and-roll defenders in the league. I want to emphasize versatile for a minute, because what does that mean? To me, that has to do with scheme-to-scheme versatility. So, for instance, there are a lot of of point-of-attack defenders who are really good at navigating screens and bothering ball handlers, but really struggle when they get switched on to bigger players. I just covered one of these guys with the Lakers. That's Dennis Schroeder, right? Like There are a lot of guys that are small, quick, scrappy, can navigate screens, but... God forbid they get switched. It's just a problem, you know, or like the big man has to contain the ball handler because they get caught on a screen once and then they have to try to, you know, crack down on the bit on the opposing big man to try to box him out. And he just has no chance because he's tiny, right? There are a lot of guys who are good at sliding their feet in an open floor situation and containing the ball, but struggle to navigate screens. Anthony Edwards is a guy like that. Anthony Edwards Really, really good on-ball defender, but has to develop the ability to navigate screens better. That's something he'll figure out in the long run, right? There are a lot of guys who can do everything on the ball, but struggle off the ball. And that's what's unique about Drew Holiday's. He can literally do it all. He can navigate... He navigate can't speak. He can navigate screens really well. He has the length and athleticism to bother players from behind with back pressure. He can contain the ball straight up in isolation situations. He can switch on to forwards and guard in the post. He can defend off the ball. He actually has a really good feel for defensive playmaking, which is like when you break off script to try to make a play, like a random double team or jumping a passing lane or something along those lines. It's a a major basketball IQ thing. And you can do some damage to your team if you're not careful, but Drew just has a really good feel for that kind of stuff. And famously, in the 2021 NBA Finals, one of the biggest plays of the series was him making an impromptu double team of Devin Booker from behind when he had his head turned trying to isolate P.J. Tucker. So I think just in general, this is a massive step forward for the Boston defense. This is the Boston defense that took a big step back last year from the standpoint of their effort and energy. I know a lot of Celtics fans are annoyed with me about this because I keep saying it, but like, go look at the numbers and then watch them on TV. Like, the 2022 Celtics were a frightening defense. The 2023 Celtics were a good defense, and like, they didn't lose any players. It literally came down to from the top down, every single player on the roster, from Marcus Smart, who was Defensive Player of the Year the year before, and went down a level. Jason Tatum, who I said would might be the best perimeter defender in the league this year before. Locking down KD, he went down a level. Jalen Brown went down a big level. Like, everybody on that roster went down a level defensively. And so Drew Holiday's a good starting point there for them to try to get that identity back. Now, what does it mean for the Boston Celtics-Milwaukee Bucks matchup? To me, this is the super interesting part of this story. Dame is going to have to overcome his demons. Because 
as we look back through Dame's career, it's kind of like if, if somebody asked you to tell me the story of um, of the Dame NBA experience, most of you are going to say the same thing. You're going to be like, really good player, bona fide superstar, but was playing for a limited uh, roster most of his career, was mostly an underdog, and, and didn't really accomplish much in the playoffs. That's what you'd say. And for the most part, it's true. Like, Dame lost a lot of playoff series against teams where he was an underdog. We know that, right? But there was one in particular where he was not. In the 2018 NBA playoffs, the three-seed Portland Trailblazers run into the six-seed New Orleans Pelicans. Now they were kind of bunched up in the standings, but they were favored. And Dame got his ass kicked by Drew Holiday. Just got utterly locked up. Anthony Davis was awesome too. And the Pelicans swept the Portland Trailblazers. And so what's kind of cool, I always talk about like, you know, the the beauty of the journey when it comes to basketball, right? Like loss leading to scar tissue, scar tissue leading to better habits and better commitment. That The better habits and commitment leading to wins, right? Like it, it's a pathway, right? I also talk about stars needing to, to dig deep and achieve things that they've never achieved before to get the trophy. It's why I don't like when teams are monumentally more talented than the rest of the league. And here's the thing. The Bucs and the Celtics are really talented. They're not monumentally more talented than the rest of the league. Like, they're just as, like, Denver's right there with them, right? Phoenix is right there with them. The Lakers are right there with them. Like, there are five teams at the top of this league that are all kind of on the same tier, right? And so from that standpoint, like, I, I like it that one of these teams is going to require a star to rise above and, and achieve a, a level of play that even they didn't think they were capable of, right? And that's the thing. Like, Dame's going to have to earn it. He didn't get traded to Giannis and get to walk his way into a title. Not only is he going to have to earn it, but he's going to have to confront one of his demons. And one of his demons is that Drew Holiday has his damn number. And Drew Holiday, from day one of a Celtics-Bucks playoff series, is going to be up in Dame's grill making it difficult. And so th- that's cool because... That means if Milwaukee gets the trophy, Dame will have had to have overcome that. Now, as I look at the matchups, um, as I look at the matchups, there's a couple, it, it kind of reminds me of like transitive property stuff. Because in a weird way, I think the Celtics are built to beat Milwaukee. But I think the Milwaukee Bucks are built to beat Denver. But I think Denver's built to beat Boston. And the reason why is is the strengths and weaknesses of all the rosters, Right. Like Boston is uniquely equipped to give the the Bucks problems on both ends of the floor. Drew Holiday is an ideal defensive matchup for Damian Lillard, right? And in general, that team on the other end of the floor doesn't have a lot of perimeter defense. And Boston's a team that's going to stretch you out. Like Dame's going to have to guard. Giannis and Chris are going to have to guard. They're probably going to have to guard Tatum and Brown. For an entire series, they're going to have to slide their feet on the perimeter, right? So, like, that's the thing is, like, Boston is kind of uniquely equipped to force Milwaukee into playing a style that they're not good at, right? But then as I go the other way, like, if Boston beats Milwaukee and makes it to the finals, their front court right now, they lost Grant Williams, who's one of their bigger switchable forwards, and they lost Robert Williams, who's arguably the best defensive player on that roster, right? And now your two bigs are Kristaps Porzingis, who's a very good player. And we're going to talk a lot about him next week. But it has an injury history. And Al Horford, who's pretty damn old. So, like, the Celtics need a good amount of luck 
injury luck to uh, to get to where they want to go this year. And when you put Kristaps Porzingis and Al Horford in a front line, uh, I don't know how much they'll play together. They probably will have to play together a little bit against Denver. But like, if you put those two on a front line, that's just not that good defensively to handle a Jokic-Gordon front line. So like in a weird way, they could run into some problems with Denver. Also, you need to be outstanding in your perimeter shot making to cause problems for Denver. And like Drew Holiday's a good pull-up shooter. Jason Tatum's a good pull-up shooter, but like Jason Tatum barely cracked 30% on pull-up threes last year. They're going to have trouble really stretching Denver's defense the way that they need to. Whereas Milwaukee has the front line to cause problems for Denver. Milwaukee has Dame who is such a high-level perimeter shot maker, he can really stretch out Jokic and pick and roll and cause problems and keep them in rotation a lot. So, like, it's interesting because, like, I, I, all three of these teams are good in different ways, but right now I think Denver would beat Boston, Boston would beat Milwaukee, and Milwaukee would beat Denver. So, like, and that's kind of, like, just the, the way these matchups are shaking out. So, like, this is going to be a really interesting year. And just as is always the case, matchups and, and luck and health is going to play a huge role in, has, in, in how this all shakes out. All right, last thing for today, Portland. I love this deal for Portland for two reasons. One, now you have two very different big men to evaluate to see who fits long-term with your guards, right? Because Robert Williams is, like, a defensive-minded guy who's very willing to play a role. Like, he doesn't need to shoot. And Robert Williams is actually a better short roll passer than, uh, excuse me, than um, he's a better short roll passer than DeAndre Ayton is. And that could be really valuable with a ton of really good guards, especially guards like Anthony Simons that are good pull-up shooters that are going to pull the screen defender out. And so anytime teams put two on the ball against Portland, like Robert Williams is a great option there in the short roll, Right. But then Aiton is just a much, much better offensive player overall. So, you know, all of the dribble handoff stuff we've been talking about with teams like Miami and Golden State and teams like Sacramento and all the advantages of having a big man who can run dribble handoffs, like now you can really try that with Aiton and see if he's capable of it, you know? So they've got good, you know, they've got a couple of options there that they can uh, kind of explore. And then secondly, they got the Malcolm Brogdon contract back which is going to be another player that everyone's going to want to trade for early in training camp. So like by the time it's all said and done, this is going to have broken really well for Portland. All right, guys, that is all I have for today. We will be hitting um, the Bucks and the Celtics each in season preview videos this coming week. As always, I appreciate you guys, and I will see you on Monday. Let's chat about how to get what you need for your home when you don't have a lot of cash or credit. You can do that at Aaron's. Rent to own appliances, furniture, and tech from top brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. But say you don't need it anymore, no problem. At Aaron's, you can return your product at any time or even upgrade it for something new. Life's always changing. With Aaron's, your stuff can change right along with it. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. Approval isn't guaranteed, and some restrictions apply. See your local store for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.